0: Hello and welcome to The Tepi Show, Pun Absolutely Intended, the podcast where we talk about the things that nobody wants to talk about, the uncomfortable truths of life, all for the sake of growth and self-actualization, bettering your human interactions, one podcast at a time. It's going to be uncomfortable, but you will grow. Ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, please welcome your host, Tepi Show, Kongo. Hey guys, welcome to episode number 11 of the Teppy Show podcast. (laughs) Thank you once again for tuning in and joining me. So yeah, let's get into this. So I thought, let me just give you guys a bit of background and context. I initially had a different topic that I wanted to talk about um, that I'd already recorded, or half of, um, (laughs) Why couldn't I finish my recording? Wait, I can't remember what happened on that day. But anyways, uh, I think it got busy or we needed to do something or needed to attend to something else. I can't remember. So I would recorded half of the podcast and then I intended to finish it today. So it's been like two days. I know I don't usually do that, but then... It, it, it was a busy week, you know. So yeah, um, I yeah, had a meeting, had a few meetings, then we went out and so forth. And then I didn't actually get a chance to finish that one. But then something very interesting, I don't want to say weird, maybe peculiar or but different, but out of, out of the ordinary. Okay, not out of the ordinary, out of the ordinary, but just something happened that prompted me to do this podcast. I had a dream when I woke up this morning. Um, I had a dream, which was actually um a bit disturbing but I I won't go into the details of my dream because um the pot I don't think um yeah that's gonna help anyone but it was because of the dream that I had when I woke up I felt like I needed to do a podcast on this so like I said I had no intention of even discussing this topic to be honest (laughs) I was definitely not gonna discuss this topic um I don't know, maybe people might have thought that I would have, but I really definitely wasn't about to be talking about rainbows in a different context than that which is prescribed by scripture and the covenant and God made with men. So I definitely, I had no intention of um, ever talking about this topic. Even my list of topics like before starting to be short podcast this has also been a process in the making so even in the process of making the podcast even before i launched um and drafting things that i wanted to talk about and planning episodes and so forth because i did that beforehand um although i didn't record them but the planning was was already done for them if that makes sense so even in my planning notes and my list of topics things to talk about this one it definitely didn't even make the cut um um, yeah, and then so because of the dream, I felt like okay, I think the Lord wants me to talk about this, you know. And having read what happened with Samuel and how God speaks to you in a dream, and also the book of Job tells us that God speaks to us in the dreams, though some may not perceive it and they may not respond to it adequately. I thought that it would not be right for me to respond to that dream, and also because I want God to speak to me more often. <laughs> because the thing about God and the Holy Spirit is that if they speak, you don't listen um, speaks again and you still don't listen the voice gets softer and softer until he eventually decides to find somebody else so I don't want him to find somebody else uh, I still want to be used by God and I I was like okay Lord I'll do this so this has actually been the the one I mean the other topics have been uncomfortable but not as uncomfortable as this one some am so I'm also like Ugh, Lord why me you know but then I thought actually you know this is a topic that a lot of people are talking about um i think people are not clear maybe on the stance like what is okay what is not okay with so much that's happening in our world on social media and people's platforms and maybe it's also not being preached in churches so maybe people don't know the truth and also i see now churches are also um, Becoming rainbow nations I don't know what other word to use But now no, even pastors Are uh, openly Um, I'm using I'm quite a lot today, flip, I hate it <laughs> um, Pastors, yeah, pastors are coming out And pastors are now Proclaiming that they are also Openly gay or lesbian, trans Whatever they, They're they coming out in, as as LGBTQI members and allies you know so uh, I think there's also been a lot of confusion so I feel like maybe the Lord was like you know I want you to talk about this because maybe people are not sure anymore and maybe because people are also shying away from the topic and no one is preaching about it so nobody really knows or they just once heard a sermon once upon a time in I don't know Back in the day, you know, maybe there maybe was still, like, fire preachers. <laughs> no shade to anyone. So, yeah, so I was like, okay, fine, Lord, I'll do it. So I also had to, like, also pray, prep my heart, prep what I was going to say. I think this one has been one of the most nerve-wracking ones to record. And I don't even know why, you know, because, yeah, but maybe because it's the topic. And, you know, I know it can be highly sensitive because of um how people see it and perceive it. Okay, yeah, no. Okay, let's let's just get into it. Let me just deliver the message, and then let me be done. <laughs> let me get had. Um, yeah, whatever. Okay, so, first and foremost, I just want to say that um, God loves you, okay? So, whoever is listening, maybe it was for you that God asked me to record this. God loves you, okay? God absolutely, absolutely loves you. God loves all of us, okay? He loves every single one of his children, all people. Regardless of our stories, we are deeply and unconditionally loved by God. Like God created us with profound dignity and worth and not one more than another. So, really, God really, truly does love us. He loves every single person, right? But now the the problem is that every single person, every human being, with no exceptions. We all have a sin problem. Um, I like, I'm like i actually going to be referencing from the article I read, which was what was focused on the family. So we all have this, they call it a terminal illness, and the terminal illness is sin. You know, it's, it's a problem that plagues every single person. Okay, every single person is plagued by sin. And then because of a sin, our sin demands repentance, and it needs forgiveness and in God's love and grace are way we find both. So, repentance, and then God forgiving us. So, this is basic Christianity and the great equalizer of all people, close quote. So, um, yeah, I just need everybody to, to just understand that all humans are simultaneously sinful and loved. God knows that we are sinners, and God loves us just the just the way we are, all right. So even um, when he chose us to be in relationship with him, he knew exactly what he's getting himself into, and he still decided to pursue this human-god relationship with us, which I'm so thankful for. But with that being said, um, the only thing that separates us from God is sin, and that's why we need to repent of our sin, and we can do that because we have Jesus Christ, and now Jesus Christ is there to be the sin carrier for us so we literally just transfer our sin onto him and then we are made righteous with God so we kind of have to switch places if that makes sense by forsaking our sin I like to use this illustration kind of like a door you know Jesus carved out a door for us but now the door is only thin enough for only you to pass through you can't come through with your baggage and imagine you're holding bags and um, suitcases and and when we pass through here we can only, literally you can only bring yourself through this door you can't bring your your sin with you, you know, you can't bring your your anger with you your bitterness um, resentment your sexual sin, your addictions you can't bring that with you Okay, because God's um, blood, I mean, Jesus' blood, God, Jesus is God. His blood, only covers, it makes provision for you as a person because that's who he died for. He died for you, if that makes sense. So, okay, but also, I also don't want to be misunderstood. So what I'm also not saying is that when you come to Jesus, you have to be perfect. That is not what I'm saying. You can come as you are. But what I'm saying is to enter through that door, we need to be willing to forsake our sin. So it's kind of like the gradual process of us surrendering our lives to God and making sure that we're slaves of righteousness and no longer slaves of sin so that's why you know the Christian life it demands you to like make a complete 180 but you don't do that on your own you don't do it on your own because that's how you fail (laughs) you do it with the help of the Holy Spirit and leaning on God and being in constant fellowship with God does that make sense I hope that makes sense so with that being said, the door only is for you. You alone, not your sin. So the reason I say that is because you can't come to, like, God's side and then want to bring yours, your 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 stuff with you. You know, we're all Christians and we can't identify ourselves by our, with our sins. So what I've noticed a lot with the LGBTQI etc. 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 community is that some want to now identify as gay christians or lesbian christians or whatever christians and my question is why you you can't do that and that's not because i'm saying so and like i said um i'm not here to judge anyone or condemn anyone i'm just here to give you guys the truth maybe you don't know maybe you've been unsettled on this matter and maybe you're not sure maybe no one has ever told it to you so i'm just going to tell it to you and obviously i will definitely be telling you guys to like just read the bible for yourself because i think sometimes maybe as human beings i don't know we don't say it right or we use the wrong tone or whatever i don't know and maybe we get lost in translation because maybe i'm telling you one part but maybe there's a whole context of scripture that you actually need to understand so that's why i always like i always advise people please just go to the scripture check everything somebody tells you verify it in scripture but yes so the door and the provision is for you for you alone and you need to be willing to forsake your sin and then hence the bible always tells you that if you're going to accept god's forgiveness you need to be willing to extend forgiveness to others not so easy to do but it's one of the prerequisites like it's one of the things that god expects you to do so kind of like kind of don't have a choice so yeah with that being said um also want to say that look everybody is free to choose whatever they want to choose um, God has given us all the gift of free will, you're allowed to do whatever you want to do with your free will, you can choose to live for God, you can choose not to live for God, you can choose to sin against God, you can choose not to sin against God, like every, literally everything is in, is in your court, you get to choose, you get to decide, because God has given you free will, so please, when you listen to my podcast, don't think that I'm here to tell you what you should or shouldn't do with your life, (laughs) I'm just here to present truth to you, whether you take it or not, that is your choice, um, yeah whether you take it or not that's your choice that's definitely your decision 100% i mean look if god wasn't able to get you to do something uh i'm not like naive or like what's the word silly to think that i can possibly get you a human being to do something contrary you know if if god almighty couldn't even get you to surrender your will to him and live in, in in accordance to his word and how you then definitely um i'm not even about to try that so yeah let that be known like look if this podcast is not for you then it's not for you if it is for you then receive it humbly receive it um and of course you're more than welcome to check in scripture as well and, and I'm willing to engage. So, yeah. With that being said, I'm not forcing anyone. am not throwing anything down anyone's throat. Because I know people like say, you putting this down my throat? No, no, no. This is my podcast. I've always talked about issues that I feel like I wanted to tackle. And maybe I feel like um some people have been battling with. So, nobody's throwing anything um, down your throat. You can at any time switch off. You can at any time. Fast forward. You can at any time go to the other one. Subscribe to the, another podcast. That's It's entirely up to you. I don't even dream of taking people's free will away from them because i mean it's such a gift um christian leader or not people's free will it's their free will like i, I like 100 percent believe that okay so with that being said um yeah sexuality and christianity homosexuality and christianity so i think um i should probably label my points now but i guess i've already started and i didn't exactly label my points Okay, let's, let's talk about point number one. So there's this um, idea that people are now defined by their sexuality. What I can't seem to figure out is where this comes from, because um, I feel like when the Lord defined us, he, he's, he made human beings, and the Bible says he made um, man and woman in his image. He made the, he made the fowl of the air, um, the creatures of the sea, And then he made man using dust and made likened them in his image and he made men just like himself so i'm not sure where this idea of like our identity now being in our sexuality comes from because that that's that's not how it is that's not how god sees you god doesn't look down from heaven and he's like okay these are the heterosexual people these are the homosexual people it doesn't work like that like we're not defined by our our sexual identity and you know, if anything, sexuality is just an extension of who God made you to be. That's it. Um, but it's nothing beyond that. It's not something that you should define yourself with because it's, it's also very temporary and it can also change. You know, I think we've heard stories of people who were once in the homosexual community and who've now changed and now they are heterosexual or vice versa, you know, and the, and the list goes on. So I want you to take that away, that you are not defined by your sexual... Um, identity or your sexual orientation that is not your definition that is not how you are defined you are defined by what the bible says you are defined. With. you're defined by who god says you are god says you're made in his image you're made in his likeness he says that you're fearfully and wonderfully made that's in psalms 139 I used to meditate on these scriptures when i was younger and also when i battled with my self-esteem so that is who god creates you to be don't put your identity in something that can also change and something that's also not eternal you know, because even if you identify yourself as a homosexual person, um what happens when you die? You know, in the next life, what do you do? Because you're still, you're still going to be there. Your spirit is still going to be alive. So I would question you against defining yourself by something that's temporary, that can change, and that's also like an earthly concept. Unless, obviously, if it's found in scripture. I mean, now yes, the Bible does say we are men and women, male and female, but it says that when we get into um, heaven then we'll just be spirits, we'll just be like the angels. So we won't necessarily have, okay, it doesn't necessarily say gender. Okay, let me not say gender, but it says that we won't marry. It says we won't marry, yes. It says we won't marry. Um, you know, so j- just that idea of the fact that you're defined by your sexuality, you are not, you're a child of God if you choose to become one. So I'd like you to become a child of God so that you can be certain in your identity, um, knowing where you come from okay and then secondly there's this idea that jesus didn't address um homosexuality and what i want to say is that people need to understand that jesus christ is the word made flesh so the bible if the bible was a person the person is jesus you can find that um explanation in um, john chapter one so jesus is the bible the bible is jesus and hence Jesus lived to fulfill scriptures and he was always pointing to prophecies that were made about him um, years before he was even alive, you know, and he would always say, as the scriptures have said, as so and so prophesied, this is what I'm doing, and he was always living, so he was very in tune with what needed to happen and he he was on board with God's plan for humanity, he was on a very specific mission and he fulfilled what he needed to do. And then with that being said, Jesus did speak about marriage. He spoke about marriage when he was being asked about divorce. And I think the title, well, if your Bible has those little subheadings, it says Jesus talks about divorce. And then he talks about how marriage and he talks about how divorce is never really a part of God's plan and how Moses just made a concession because people had hard hearts and so forth. And then. Um, in him explaining that he's basically going back to what Moses said and what Moses said is what the law is and what the law says is that it's uh, marriages between a man one man and one woman so Jesus did address um, marriage in explaining that it was about one man and one woman because he referred to what Moses he referenced Moses so if he referenced Moses that means he's referencing um, old testament you know And just because we're in New Testament doesn't mean we need to ignore Old Testament. Guys, I feel like, I don't know, like I feel like sometimes at churches they tell us to just ignore Old Testament or like it doesn't exist and I don't understand why. Please read it. Please read it. Like once you're done with the New Testament, please go back and read the Old Testament and understand the word in its entirety. If you don't understand, ask somebody, not me, but ask somebody. (laughs) No, I'm kidding. If you must ask me, please do. But, um, yeah, the Old Testament is not to be thrown away. It was fulfilled by Jesus, yes, but that doesn't mean we need not read it. That doesn't mean that we need not reference from it. That doesn't mean that it's become obsolete. It's become fulfilled in us. So if it's fulfilled in Christ, it's fulfilled in us, and we should be doing more, like, you know, because if Old Testament said this, then New Testament, we should be doing more. So Jesus did address that. He did address marriage because he also saw marriage as between one man and one woman. So obviously, if he sees marriage like that, then, we can deduce because marriage is um it's dating in its latter phase if i can call it that so he did address that and that was that was the view so he was pointing us to creation which was god's initial plan for humanity okay um yeah and then the number three i don't usually use the terms heterosexual or homosexual but whatever just for the sake of this podcast i will with homage with whether you're homosexual or heterosexual, and not that that's how I define you, but like I said, just for the purposes of this podcast and to bring my point across, we all have challenges and we all have battles. So I think um, we all have um, temptation. Temptation is universal. So you uh, might be tempted, your, your sin temptation might be a same-sex attraction. Remember, attraction is not necessarily a sin. That's what you do with the with the attraction, Okay, so the temptation will always be there, Satan's always looking for a way to ensnare us, so temptation is always there, right, so your temptation might be that, or your temptation might be um, sleeping around, um, promiscuity, or it might be um, watching porn or masturbating or whatever, so we all still have um, temptations that are like seeking our souls or that Satan is using to bait us, you know, so they all need to be viewed as sin. So even the same way as us as um heterosexual people, like we also there's certain things that we can't do because God doesn't permit it. Because we've we've accepted that Christ is going to take our place and because Christ has taken our place, so now um we are now subject to Christ and subject to what God desires. So even as much as you might be a homosexual person and you have your struggles, Us as straight people, we also have our struggles as well, you know? Like, some people want to be polygamous. And they can't be polygamous because the Lord doesn't... The Bible forbids that. It it wasn't God's intention. The people want to take on multiple lives. Like, the Lord doesn't allow that. Yes, there were people in the Bible that did that, um, you know, and took on multiple wives, Abraham, David, um, Solomon, and so forth. But that wasn't God's plan. God said man and a woman, you know? So the people that also um, had sex in different contexts that they they weren't supposed to, you know, um, even sex with animals, for instance, so I say that to say this, that all of us have, like, our, our struggles, our sexual struggles, nobody's immune to temptation, but it's what we do with that temptation, and how we respond to that desire, we don't have to act on it, and we have to bring it under submission, so I think, yeah, people think that just because, um, you're not, um, homosexual that you don't have any sin struggles or any sexual compulsions and that couldn't be further from the truth you know um you know as the saying goes that we know that lots of christians marry because um well young christians specifically they marry because they don't want to sin against god which is beautiful it really is beautiful you know but the point is it's because of a sexual compulsion that might lead them to opt to get married because they also don't want to offend god so do you understand so we all have like our different struggles you know some people are struggling to remain celibate and you know there's like a demonic compulsion so we also we all have our struggles but i think the minute you you think yours is different from the rest then i think that's where the problem sets in is that you think that your sin is different or that yours should be accepted and hence people like want to identify themselves as a great gay christian but we don't go walk around saying i'm a lying christian or i'm a prideful christian or i'm a gossiping christian or i'm a promiscuous christian or i'm a adulterous christian or i'm a um murdering christian or i'm a lying christian or i'm a porn watching christian i'm a masturbating christian we don't define ourselves by a sin you know so i think you you guys should also maybe perhaps look like how have i been defining myself And am I defining myself according to scripture? So that's, I think that's just another point to note is that we all have our our sexual sins, um, but we don't define ourselves according to that, okay? So, yeah, guys, we are more than our sexuality. We are more than what happens to us. I don't want to get into the complexities of how do people become homosexual and yada, yada, yada. I think at one point in time I did. I wanted to find out like, how does this work? But at the end of the day, it doesn't really serve anyone, anything, you know, trying to figure out where something comes from. But what can, what we can do is look at where we are and see where we want to be. Um, you know, um, God has been very clear in telling us why we, in like defining relationships and how they should be. And literally it's just for our protection. I promise you guys, like. It doesn't affect God anyway, whether you choose to um, go with his rules or not. In fact, it hurts you. You're the one that ends up broken by sin. You're the one that ends up hurt. You're the one that, you know, that is hurt by you, the own consequences of your own actions. And yeah, so just um, one other point is that, um, which was an interesting fact that I've, I think I've always known for the longest of time, which I've always, always said to my friend, that the the main commandments that God gave Adam and Eve was be fruitful and multiply, right? Was well, subdued, yada, 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 have dominion, but just be fruitful and multiply, right? And those are the two things that Satan seems to be opposing heavily. Um, in terms of fruitfulness, he's doing that by, like, through abortion. And then in terms of multiplication, that's through homosexuality, because then people won't be able to reproduce, and then no babies are going to be born. And remember, God loves people. God loves children, irrespective of how they were conceived, um, irrespective of how they came into the world and what happened. And hence, even if you um, did have an unexpected, unwanted pregnancy, definitely, if you really trust God to be God of your life, you really can work the script out in a different way that you never even anticipated or even expected. So, um, yeah, provided you're willing to give it to him. But, you know, sometimes I think in life, we want to be our own gods and we want to decide what we should do with certain things that happen to us you know and I've also had to come to that point in that understanding of like am I gonna let God be in my life am I gonna let God be God in my life or am I gonna be God in my life so just surrender just bring everything to God come as you are come as you are come as you are come as you are surrender I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with anybody look we all have sin in our lives like I, I just explained to you like, you know there's not it's not like homosexuality is like a special sin did i finish my point oh my goodness i said yeah i said be fruitful multiply so be fruitful is cancelled out by abortion and multiplies cancelled out um through homosexuality because there's no reproduction in that um sense you know so yeah guys i'm not here to hate hey um yeah i'm definitely not here to hate but it's just my dream made me super uncomfortable that I felt that, okay, I need to say something. don't know what the repercussions of me saying something are going to be. But look, it was all said in love. I don't hate anybody. If you are struggling, like, speak to somebody. Um, Speak to me maybe if you must. Let's help you. Let's assist you. It is possible that um, you can get help. Like, Lord, God wants to reach each and every one of his children. And I suspect he doesn't want some of his children missing out on heaven because maybe they were taught incorrectly or maybe they believed a lie or maybe, like, it wasn't clearly defined. So maybe no one actually told told you and taught you and maybe you've only ever got your knowledge off of social media and hashtags and what's happening in the world. So I just want to encourage you to just introspect so maybe just look at how you've been perhaps viewing this whole lgbtqi thing look everyone's a person and god you identified by being god's person like that's the best identity to have none of us are identifying ourselves by anything other than that um even racist secondary like i said in my other podcast it's going to end when we die we'll be different will probably be a different race part of the heavenly race i don't even know what that looks like and that'll it's all going to be beauty so whatever you do whatever you read whatever you feed your mind on just make sure that it's influenced by the word of god because that is eternal and we can trust it and also just understand that sometimes god puts certain things in place because it's it's just purely for our protection but yeah so just in terms of this reason god doesn't allow um ancestral relationships and homosexual um, relationships Or sexual relationships with animals Bestiality But um yeah, so there's a reason that he does that And I promise you it's not to be A Debbie Downer or to just like Cancel out your element of fun Sin is not fun There's always a price to pay And even if it looks fun initially There will be a price to pay Because Satan doesn't rule like that He's after your soul And he wants to get you ensnared And sometimes when you're ensnared in a sin It becomes harder to leave it It becomes harder to turn up to turn away from it, it becomes harder to forsake it. So the the best you can do is we try to nip it before it even starts. So if you are struggling, I'd really encourage you to just maybe contact a pastor or somebody that you can trust that you can speak to. You know, we all have our sin, and there's always somebody in the faith who has conquered what you're going through. Um, I think the challenge is just finding them or just getting to hear their testimony. Not everybody is going to be open about the things that they used to struggle with. I wish they would be because I guess that way we'd be able to reach more people um, and so forth. But yeah, let's open up the dialogue. Let's show people closer to God. If you didn't get anything from my podcast, I hope you weren't offended. Really, my, my aim really was not to offend you as I've explained. I really did not want to talk about this, but i just want to draw people closer to god and i want you to go find out the truth for yourself so don't even like believe what i've said just open the scriptures and check for yourself speak to god directly ask him to come into your life ask jesus to come into your life into your heart um repent of your sin invite him and then just read his word daily somebody once said something which i thought was a bit interesting they said that you should read the bible all the time whether you understand it or not which i thought was very weird and um a strange thing to say because honestly i i wouldn't i wouldn't read a book i didn't understand but um it proves true because the the word is life and even if you don't understand it at a specific time later on the holy spirit does illuminate it so that you understand it This actually what happened once happened to me actually well, not once like Multiple times, like when I was younger, I read the book of Revelation and the beast and the what, what, and the what, what, and the what, what. I didn't even understand what was going on until later in life. Uh, and then I understood everything that I read. But the beautiful thing was that that word was already in my heart, so even when someone was teaching it on TV, I could remember, ah, oh, yeah, I read that. Yes, I remember. Oh, okay, you know, so yeah, just get to God, get to God, please get to God. Um, Yeah, don't trust people on social media (laughs) But they will mislead you Hashtags are very misleading Get to God, please just get to God With sincerity of heart um, He desires to have a relationship with you He wants to know you as a person And I'm sure if you give him a chance You'll understand that he's such a loving Such a gracious God He's forgiven me for all my many sins And I'm pretty sure he will do the same for you You know Um, He's delivered me also from a lot of things um, and I'm sure you can do the same for you so I'm not even like here um, pretending to be perfect I'm not I got my own I got my own issue to deal with you know what I'm saying <laughs> and I'm still working with it through it and the Holy Spirit and God are always helping me and hence I always go to the word as well for guidance because I haven't quite um, made it Okay, so there's another interesting thing that people always say, um, like on social media or wherever. Um, they always like in reference to the whole homosexuality thing, right? They say if you read Leviticus and it tells you that a man and a man cannot have a sexual relationship together. um, They can have a relationship, remember that. It can just be like, what's the word? Is it fraternal? Is Is the word fraternal? think yeah like a brotherhood uh, brotherly love yeah or brother yeah yeah, whatever anyways so people say that because um the bible says that you can't men can't be together in an intimate sexual way then they further go on to like find another verse in leviticus where it talks about fabrics being mixed together or another one where it talks about um not eating crayfish for instance or prawns um what does the bible call them again i forgot this specific term that the bible uses for them uh and that kind of thing so then i heard somebody i think it was actually kirk franklin he was like well when you tell my brother that they can have lo- they can be in love did he say love or like they can't be together well then i say brother but you eat crayfish and prawn in your pasta dish you know and I think this is be- this has been an argument that people have used over and over. Like, yeah, but you mix different fabrics. And you're like, okay, guys, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Firstly, there's what you call ceremonial laws. And there's what you call moral laws. Okay, so if it's this is the first time you're hearing somebody talk about that, then, yeah, I, sub- I suggest that you maybe Google it and check it out. But I'll let you know. So your ceremonial laws are laws that um, prescribe the ceremonies of religion as in those of the Jewish religion that are contained in the um, Old Testament, right? Whereas your moral laws, they encompass regulations on justice, respect, and sexual conduct. So all people will be held accountable to these laws. The ceremonial laws are basically just um, what God had them do, which was a foreshadowing of what was to come in the New Testament. So some of them fell away. Also because of the time that they were living in due to cleanliness and so forth. So some of the things that um, God required the priests to do were were just a foreshadowing of either what's happening in heaven or what was to happen in a in a future time to come. So just mimicking Jesus. Remember, the Old Testament is Jesus Christ um, concealed and the New Testament is Jesus Christ revealed. So with the ceremonial law, some of them, of course, they fell away. Um, obviously because then we moved into a different dispensation where now we don't um, live according to law but by grace. But the law is fulfilled, not that it's to be ignored, but the moral laws, they still stand. Hence, homosexuality is also still mentioned in the New Testament as well okay so i'm gonna let you do your homework on that and let you check out the scriptures of homosexuality because it is mentioned in Old testament and it is mentioned in new testament it's not only a concept that's only dealt with in old testament some things are only mentioned in old testament and not mentioned in new testament but homosexuality is not one of them so it is mentioned in both which means that it's applicable to us in this dispensation that we're living in and in the church era so yeah so i just wanted to just clarify that because i hear a lot of people on social media say that but yeah but you eat this or yeah but you mix your linen yes guys but those things also they carry a different weight and remember also sexual sin is also in a different category um of its own in that it's a sin against your own body other sins the bible says you commit outside of your body but this one you commit within your your body it's a sin against yourself against your temple because that's where god dwells you are the the temple of the holy ghost and that's where it dwells. So yeah, I just thought I'd just bring that to light. So check out ceremonial laws as well as uh, moral laws. And then just just get an understanding and a feel of them to understand that that's why you can't compare the two. So you can't compare homosexuality to eating prawns or homo- homosexuality to me mixing my fabrics and wearing jeans and, a leather, and, and leather boots and nylon stockings. And you know what I'm saying? (laughs) Because I've heard people say that and I'm just like, oh, cringy, you know, Um, sometimes we can just really misconstrue what scripture was trying to tell us in an attempt to, I don't know, either mock it or trying to make other people feel accepted. I don't know why we do that. Or maybe we're just misinformed and we don't understand it. So um yeah that's just something that i think you guys should definitely check out check out ceremonial laws check out moral laws see what the difference is understand them so that you can better understand scripture in its context so some things unfortunately don't go away and Um, by the way, with food, remember, even if you do eat it, it passes through your body and then it's gone. Hence, Jesus said, it's not what goes into a man's mouth that makes him unclean, but what, what rather what comes out because that's what comes out of your heart. And that's where you are defiled. You're defiled by what comes out of you, not by what, um, what goes into you, because whatever goes into you is talking about food at that time, whatever goes into you, it's going to pass through, you're going to digest it. So even if I eat shrimp, which I absolutely love and, um, crayfish, um, Maybe I shouldn't have said I love it. Yo, oh, you guys are gonna drag me for shrimp? My goodness, but yeah, when does the shrimp it passes through my body and then I've digested it and then it's gone. So um, yeah, just something to just think about. Um, again guys, not a holier than thou stance Just things I just thought I'd just rectify That I've heard people say And I think some people just say it out of ignorance Or they don't know So they don't know how to approach it And they don't know how to um, respond When somebody says, yeah, but you guys mix Nylans And what about the other laws in the um, New Testament In the Old Testament, you know So it's not that we choose and pick what we like Trust me, if we could rewrite the Bible We probably would But we are not God So we don't we also have to adhere to Um, what god says but then there are some things that christ did address yeah so lastly we don't have the option to rewrite the word of god um god wrote it and it's been standing through time and prophecies are coming to light just as it was prophesied so yeah Ooh. One thing I also wanted to say, I just remembered Thank you Holy Spirit for reminding me People are saying that love is love Guys, remember we can only define love from the context of who God is And what God says love is Otherwise we're going to have an obscured view of love Because now the people that want to introduce pedophilia Or maybe they've, um, uh, or incestuous relationships Or there's like fathers that are in love with their daughters Or older men that are in love with younger girls, you know, and so forth so because of that, we need a way, a fair way to define love, you know, where it is not harmful to the other person. Because obviously sometimes kids can't make that judgment and maybe they think that's how things are supposed to be. Ask anybody who was in an, uh, who, who, who was in an incestuous relationship and sometimes it's only something that they find out um, in hindsight because they didn't know that that was not okay. You know, or they thought that this this is the type of relationship that people have with their fathers, whatever the case might be. So, we can't just say love is love, okay? We need to define it according to, to what God says love is, and we also can't just go with what, um, what's happening in the world. Because remember, guys, the Bible says that there was a wide path, and on the wide path had lots of people going through it, but the narrow path has few people going through it. So what you wanna do is you wanna find the narrow path. The one that not everybody is is working through. That's when you'll know that, okay, I'm closer to righteousness or to what is right. Because not everybody agrees with the word of God. And not everybody's going to agree with what the word has to say. So, yeah, guys. I think, yeah, that's the end of the episode. Um, difficult chats, difficult talks. But, yeah, remember, you come to Christ and there's no condemnation. If you don't come to Christ, then I don't know who's gonna take the 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 sin in your life I really that's why i just feel like i understand god's love um i think i don't fully fully understand it but i kind of get it because i'm like flip you know if i don't have anyone to take my sins in this lifetime then what's going to happen to me that means i have to i have to take my sins with me to hell i literally have to go to hell to escort my sins i literally have to like that's the baggage I have to take it with me, and and because it's with me within me, it, I'm going. I'm definitely gonna be in the eternal lake of fire. So because I'm try I'm trying to go to hell, I really don't want to go to hell, um, and I want to spend eternity with God, you know. And I'm not with Jesus because it's like a quick thing. Cause you guys, Christianity is actually much harder than I thought <laughs> and I anticipated. And yeah, twenty twenty has shown me that. Like yes, yeah, like what I thought I was doing, setting up to be a Christian versus what it actually is. Yeah, no. It's a, it's, a, it's a bit of a journey Like God actually like has really high standards And now I'm like okay I'm getting it And only he can help me reach that So yeah, so before you hashtag Love is love, before you just jump on another wagon Before you share that video I'm a Christian but I don't Or I'm a Christian but, you know Just make sure everything is real by scripture You only know that if you check it out yourself But yeah, I hope this blesses you Um, Really not shit sure to condemn I don't want to fight, like listen to my tone. Do I sound like somebody who wants to fight? No, I don't want to fight. Um, <laughs> I don't really want to fight. Um, I love you. God loves you. Um, if there's anything that maybe I can do for you, you want to talk, uh, maybe let's talk. Or maybe I can put you in contact with somebody who can help you. Oh, yes. And another thing. I do have friends. And I do know people who are... I don't want to define them as homosexuals. Or who are gay. Or who are practice, rather who are practicing. Yeah, who are practicing the homosexual life or practicing the gay life um yeah i do know people like that as well so and my interaction with them doesn't stop in any way um but yeah i'm just doing this maybe for a confused kid out there maybe because i don't know there hasn't been a lot of church during this lockdown and maybe you just don't know and maybe you're not sure and maybe you're thinking it's okay and maybe you just you do you're just told that god is love and you can do whatever you want you know but also just also say next time just ask for specifics when they say God of love just ask which God. So then maybe that can also help you because maybe they're talking about a different God, you know. Um Satan is also a God to some. So just also make sure that you also know who you're worshipping and who you're serving. I worship the God of the Bible, um, and so forth. So yes, I do know people like that as well. They do communicate. Sometimes it is a bit it gets a bit Touchy and tricky So we don't always talk about it And we don't fixate on it Because we all have our sense, you know So it doesn't make sense to always be sitting and talking about it But sometimes those people They always love to bring up that topic Talking about gender Talking about sex Talking about, you know all that other stuff it's like something that they have to always bring out every time no matter if we could be talking about something completely different than they want to bring this one thing up. but look I've also got my own sins so I don't got time to check on other people's sins so this is not geared at anyone or bashing anyone I got my own sins to worry about so I am worrying about your sins I just thought I'd just bring it highlight it let's talk about it and just maybe just shift a little things and just a few perspectives shift a little paradigms hope you guys are blessed um yeah be blessed be blessed be blessed let this bless you um just take it with a pinch of salt hear what i'm saying if you want to engage with me more than welcome there are always people that always come back and they want to engage again and we engage again but you guys until next time let me know what you think tweet me dm me um at Show underscore and let's have a chat until next time bye <laughs> you've been listening to the Teppy show, tepe show. The number one podcast for people who want to get their edge together and take their life to the next level. level. Loved this episode? Head over to iTunes to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. You can also share your thoughts and leave a voice message. Thank you. Until, until next until Sunday. Sunday.